Good evening, ladies. We're going to get started. So exciting that we can have the seminar this year. We didn't get to have it last year because we were closed down. So, you know, we thought we don't want to wait till next April. So we decided to have it this fall. And um, it's a beautiful time of year. So it's awesome. And this is our first fall seminar. So that's exciting. And when I wrote that first fall seminar, it made me think of a Hallmark movie. Because they always have fall festivals and Christmas festivals. And how many here are Hallmark fans? Oh, there's lots of you. Oh, good. I'm not the only strange one, huh? Okay, then I have to read you this. I wasn't going to read it if there was no Hallmark fans here. But a friend of mine sent it to me, and it's really funny. So this is, this is what it says. Does Hallmark use the same actors for their Christmas movies? Yes. Do all the movies have the same story? Yes. Am I going to continue watching them till I can't hold my eyes open? Yes. And when I watch them all, am I going to watch them all again? Yes. But I thought that was so funny till I can't keep my eyes open because you get sucked in. I mean, I've actually sat there and watched like three of them in a row. You know, you're like in a, some kind of Hallmark coma or something. But um, let's pray before we begin. Lord, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to have this seminar, Lord. It's just a little piece of heaven, Lord, to be here with all these ladies And, Lord, just to worship you together and hear the teaching. We thank you for the speakers, Lord. We thank you for Sandy and Mindy having them fly all the way here with just so many crazy things going on. Lord, we thank you that they made it. We're just thankful, Lord, for everything you're going to do. And we ask that your Holy Spirit would be here. Fill this place, Lord. And we just pray in your name. Amen. You got a gift bag when you came in? Looks like this. Did everybody get one? Did anybody not get one? Raise your hand. Everybody got them. Good. Um, Do you want to take out this uh, brochure that's inside? I just have a couple announcements. Our theme verse is on the front. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not, not faint. Isaiah forty thirty one, And we're actually going to do the whole chapter, uh, chapter 40, this weekend. But this we had to pick one verse as our theme verse. Um, we're very excited to have the speakers that we have, Sandy McIntosh and her daughter, Mindy. And um, they're the dynamic duo. And they both are excellent teachers. They love God's word. And they're both married to pastors. Sandy's been married to Mike McIntosh for, is it 55 years? 55 years. They've been in ministry 41 years. And, 41 years, and now they've turned the church over to their son, Philip, and they're traveling and ministering. And um, Mindy's married to Dave Love, and their church is Calvary Castle Rock in Colorado. And they both are moms and grandmoms. And Sandy has five children. Mindy has four. 
And Sandy has 21 grandchildren and eight great-grandchildren. I don't know how you do Christmas presents for that many, but you do. I know you do. Um, They've both spent a lifetime serving women at their churches, and Sandy heads up the board for the Calvary Chapel Association Pastor's Wives. So we're just blessed they're here. Um, Sandy will be speaking tonight and tomorrow after lunch, and Mindy will be speaking tomorrow morning. Uh, Turn in your brochures to page 5. And this is on page 5 of their bios. You can read more about them. And then we have a special guest appearance, and it's Noah the Bald Eagle. And um, he's from the Elmwood Zoo. He's coming with his handlers, Laura and Megan. And he'll be speaking. Well, he's not speaking. (laughs) We hope he doesn't speak. Um, If he gets scared, he might make some noise. But um, he's going to be here after Mindy tomorrow. And he's a Philadelphia Eagles eagle, and so he's kind of popular. He's 20 years old, and he has a seven-foot wingspan, so he's a big guy. You can read more about him on page six. Um, Sandy's so funny, she said when we told her that she was going to be speaking in the afternoon after the appearance of Noah, she said, I've never followed an animal before. <laughs> She said, now I don't have to worry about repeating, you know, what they say or anything. That's for sure. Um, the verses in Isaiah 40 are filled with spiritual treasures. And we're going to learn more about God and his character. And, the t- and Sandy and Mindy are going to be going over all the verses. But there was four things that I learned uh, that really blessed me. And I just wanted to share real bl- briefly Um, The first thing is we'll learn that God is a God who comforts, and don't we all need that right now? Robert Morgan in his book, The Strength You Need, said, Isaiah 40 is arguably the richest passage of Scripture for helping us visualize the majesty of God. It begins with comfort and ends on the wings like eagles. Here is your God, says verse 9. God is personal. It says, your God. Our God's personal. This is biblical comfort. If you feel displaced or discouraged, here is your God. Read, if you're lonely, here is your God. If you're heartbroken or downcast, here is your God. Rediscover him. Recover your vision of him. Think of his greatness. Find comfort in his presence. And if you're here tonight, you know, whatever you're going through, that's what God wants to be to you, a comfort. And John 14, 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And that's a promise. He'll never leave us comfortless. The world might, but not not God. Sandy's going to be talking more about God's comfort tonight. The second thing is we're going to learn what we need to put our trust in, and that's God and his greatness and not the world around us. Uh, We're living in troubling times, and so was Israel at the time Isaiah wrote this. One commentator said, These years in Israel's history were a time of great struggle, both politically and spiritually. In this political struggle and spiritual decline, Isaiah rose to deliver a message to the people in Judah 
His message was that they should trust in God, who had promised them a glorious kingdom through Moses and David. Isaiah urged the nation not to rely on Egypt or any foreign power to, to protect them, for the Lord was the only protection they would need. Sound familiar? Uh, great advice for us in the days we're living in. And he goes on to say, The Jews were few in number and facing a long and difficult journey. The victories of Assyria, Babylon, and Persia made it look as though the false gods of the Gentiles were stronger than the God of Israel. But Isaiah reminded the people of the greatness of Jehovah. And doesn't that seem like that today, that the evil is so strong, but it says God is greater? When you behold the greatness of God, then you will see everything in life in its proper perspective. God is greater than anything on earth. Creation shows his wisdom, power, and immensity. He is greater than the nations and their gods. What a promise, huh? That is why the prophet Isaiah told them to get their eyes off themselves and look by faith to the great God who loved them and promised to do great things for them. And I love this part. It says, when the outlook is bleak, we need the uplook. And that's what we're going to talk about this weekend. Um, Like Israel of old, when you face a difficult task and an impossible tomorrow, do what they did and remind yourself of the greatness of God. Even though they were in captivity and they were weary, the Lord would help them endure and soar like eagles to be uplifted emotionally and spiritually. And we're praying that this seminar will do that for all of us, just uplift us emotionally and spiritually. Um, Mindy will be talking more about God's greatness tomorrow. The third thing is we're going to learn about waiting on God and letting him renew our strength. In the Living Bible, it reads like this, Isaiah forty thirty one. He gives power to the tired and worn out and strength to the weak. Do you ever feel like that right now, tired and worn out? And it says, even the use shall be exhausted. And I thought that was so interesting because it's exhausting sometimes, this warfare we're going through as Christians, the evil in the world, isn't it? Just exhausting. But it says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What a promise. God's going to help us. Warren Wiersbe in his book, Be Comforted, said this, The word renew means to exchange as taking off old clothing and putting on new. We exchange our weakness for his power. As we wait before him, God enables us to soar when there is a crisis, to run when the challenges are many, and they are right now, and to walk faithfully in the day-to-day demands of life. Isn't that the hardest thing? It seems like the day-to-day demands. As we wait in the Lord, he enables us not only to fly higher and run faster, but to walk longer. And as I read that, I thought, I don't want to be weighed down by my circumstances. I want to learn to soar with God. And I feel like this weekend, that's what we're going to be hearing about. And I love this quote by Robert Morgan again. It says, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. Eagles are built for soaring. They seldom flap their wings. Soaring allows them to travel vast distances on very little energy. 
God created our planet with columns of hot air called thermals rising from the ground. Eagles know how to find these thermals, fly into their currents, stretch out their wings, and catch the updraft. They may rise as high as 15,000 feet, which is amazing. They don't frantically flap their wings. They simply stretch them out and catch the updrafts of God's thermals. This is Isaiah's picture of faith. If you need strength for the journey, you have to stretch out the wings of faith and catch the updrafts of the promises of God. You can find strength in him, and it's exhilarating. And Sandy's going to be talking more about this verse tomorrow. Um, And then the fourth thing is, we're going to learn about how important the word of God is. Verse 8 says, The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God shall stand forever. And that's the verse that's on your journal in your bag. Do you guys like that journal? It's really cool. Our lives are mortal, but God's word is eternal and unfailing. Public opinion changes and is unreliable. That's for sure. But God's word is constant. Only in God's eternal word will we find lasting solutions to our problems and needs. And Sandy will be talking more about that tonight, too. And the last thing is I want to share with you how God led us to do Isaiah 40 for this seminar. Um, During the lockdown of 2020, you all remember that. Um, We like to forget it. God gave me this verse as a very personal promise. And God has put his promises in the Bible to give us those updrafts in our lives when we need them. You can read verses and, you know, you you remember them, but then sometimes a situation comes and and God will say, read that verse. You know, and it's exactly what you need. And he gives you that updraft, you know, that you couldn't do on your own. Um, so, you know, life changed for all of us with the pandemic. My husband was having heart problems. We couldn't have church, you know, wearing masks. You had to stay inside. And, um, you know, I was trusting God with it all, but it was kind of getting to me because, you know, it dragged on so long and it was kind of overwhelming. And it seemed like every night when I went to bed, I prayed, Lord, please come back. I'm tired of this. you got to get us out of here. But I knew there were still people that aren't saved. And so I just said, Lord, you got to help me. So we go for long walks in our neighborhood because we were home, you know, and it was just nice to get out in God's creation and, you know, think about something else. So um, one day my son, he went for this really long walk. He was going stir crazy. And um, he came back and he said, I saw bald eagles in a nest right right down the street. And I said, really? That's amazing. And one of the neighbors had told him, and they said, you didn't know? And he, he said, no. He was like, I'm the only one that didn't know. <laughs> and he said, they've been there since 2015, and it was now 2020. And eagles had not been in our area for 200 years. So it was pretty amazing, actually. So he came home, and we were so excited, so he took us to see him. And it was just literally only like two blocks away. And, you know, we must have walked by him so many times, but the tree, it's so high in the tree that if you didn't look up, 
you know, you wouldn't see it. Um, and Matt's going to show a picture of it. It was way up in this pine tree. Um, Isaiah forty twenty six says, Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things. Contrary to popular opinion, there is a creator. He's created all these things. And even though the world is trying to cancel him, you can't cancel the creator. There's no way. If it wasn't for the neighbors telling Josh about the eagles, we might never have known they were there. It's like Jesus. You know, if somebody hadn't told you about him, you might have just walked on and never known. But, you know, he loves us so much that he will provide a way for us to find out about him. Um, after seeing the eagles, I was, I was so excited. I came home, and on the way home, the Lord kept telling me, read Isaiah 40, 31. And when I got home, I opened my Bible, and the words just seemed to stand on the page. Wait, mount up, run, don't be weary, walk and not faint. And it was all the words I really needed to hear. And I would just wanted to cry, because I needed that verse. And... Um, I felt like God, you know, I needed to look above my circumstances and trust trust God. He gave us those eagles to look up literally, you know, just to remember him. And even though it was still a lockdown, it was still exciting to read Isaiah 40 and go see the eagles. It was just God giving us that. They'd even fly over our house some days and we called it a flyby, you know. Um, But... There was a mom and a dad and a baby, and my daughter came over one day and took this picture. And um, the you can't see them real good, but, you know, it was really cool. And they, they, the mom and the dad would always be there in the nest by the baby, like guarding the baby. Um, so... So Isaiah 40:26 says, he calls them all by name, all the animals, all. And it's so funny because Kristen, as we were planning this, she, she called the white-headed guy Isaiah. So now we talk about the eagle, his name's Isaiah. Um, we pray that one of the verses in Isaiah 40 will be a spiritual updraft for you this weekend. If you're feeling tired or waiting or need renewed strength or a weary or faint of heart,